If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard top, it's Kevlu and Steve since the sandbox. I hope you guys are getting comfortable to hearing that intro because we are so happy to have that intro. So shout out to the cousin before we do this episode. But guys, we're hopping in with an oldie, but a goodie. Our NFL games of the week, and it feels good to be talking about football, hoping we can do it for 16 games. But guys, right before we do our, our games of the week, I'm going to come in with, fan- with a fantasy question for you guys from my lineup because this is something we want you guys to reach out to us on our Instagram at Since the Sandbox. DM us your fantasy questions, and we'll help you guys get those answered, get your lineups right, and we'll answer it right on the episode before kickoff on Sunday. Before we get into games of the week, like I said, my question is, guys, I have Rodgers at Minnesota or Matt Ryan versus the Hawks at home. I don't know what to do here. I feel like that this is going to be a, a really tough call. I feel like Rodgers, you know, that, that – Viking secondary isn't what it once was, but Matt Ryan at home with, with all those new weapons, I feel like that could be good. I don't know. Help me out. I'm going 50-50 on that. I think it's a coin toss just because um, I think Rodgers has something to prove, and he's consistently played well versus Minnesota, but never over the top, uh, especially in Minnesota. I think his ceiling, Steve, is like 24 points. I think low will be like 17-18, whereas Matt Ryan, I think he could give you 30-35 if he has a really good game. But I do think the pick factor is there and the fumble and sack factor is there as well because, I mean, Seattle's defense is no joke. And the jury's still out on that Atlanta offensive line with the two sophomores coming back this year who are presumably healthy. So I think it's a coin toss. Either way, if I had to go one way, I'd say Matt Ryan. Blue's right. It is kind of like a coin toss, but i definitely go with Matt Ryan. I think having Julio and Calvin Ridley and then Todd Gurley catching out of the backfield and then not to mention Hayden Hurst, I think that's just a good platoon of receivers to have fantasy wise if you have to you know go I mean I know Rodgers has Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones and and guys like that but I think Matt Ryan's offense is a little bit deeper and just Matty Ryan in the dome is a different animal we all know that no fair enough but to get our first game of the week I'm gonna go right with Green Bay and Minnesota so that's that's why I had that fantasy question there but is Rodgers gonna get back to himself we saw what he was like last year and I actually got Rodgers in the 14th round of my fantasy draft. I was really excited about that. I still think that Aaron Rodgers can be a, a great option. Lou was at the draft with me. We couldn't believe he fell there. But also in this game, there's no Stephon Diggs. We're going to see what Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen will look like in an offense by themselves. You know, can they really um, absorb a, a new role, taking on a little bit more of the load? And this is two possible playoff teams. I think it's going to be really close. Minnesota being home definitely could take this game, but I'm going to have to go Green Bay on the road, and it's going to be close. It, it's all going to depend on who can run the ball better in this one. Yeah, I agree. That That's going to be a telltale uh, game to, to start off that division. That That's going to be really impactful and, and kind of give us the direction of both teams with, with a lot of question marks. And honestly, my game of the week, or, or at least one of them, is a game with a ton of questions. I mean, it, it's the Pats in Miami. How did the Pats play versus a rival who's gotten over on them multiple times in the last few seasons with a depleted defense because of opt-outs and a, a new look offense or a, a hand-me-down offense with Cam Newton holding it together. Be interesting to see in what will Miami's offense look like with Fitzpatrick there kind of knowing he's going to play 
well to stay at his spot or Tua is going to come in uh, sooner or later regardless. But the better he plays, the the less likely Tua will start earlier in the season. And they have more weapons now. They have a good running game. This is Flores's second year, I believe. Uh, their defense was good last year. They had some really good draft picks. And I think we could either see the Patriots are still in it as a team. And if Miami can take that step to be even an average to slightly above average team with all their new looks. And uh, I really think Flores is a hell of a coach. So I think Miami will be exciting. Pat's by 17 plus call it now. But my I'll game of that. the week is probably one, you know, one of the ones I'm most excited for, even maybe more than the Pats game. And that's the Niners and the Cardinals. I think fantasy wise, we've been talking very highly of our expectations for Kyler this season. You know, we saw today that D hop just got paid. So, you know, their offense is going to come out gun blazing. They have been improving on defense throughout the last few seasons and now have a pretty good defense. And the 49ers, we know notoriously a defensive team going against a very high-powered offense. So I think this game will be interesting. Definitely don't see it being too much of like a shootout, but I definitely do think that, you know, the Cardinals will find the end zone at least three or four times throughout the game. So I could see like a 30 to 27 type ending. Not going to predict who's winning, but this is one of the games I'm most excited for. I'm excited to see how the 49ers are going to come out bouncing back from a Super Bowl loss. Excited to see how the new Cardinals team looks, and I'm excited that football's back, boys. Kev, that's a good one, and I'm really excited for that game, too. Going to be one of the better division games, but to stay in the NFC, I'm going to go with two teams that I think could possibly have a shootout and going to be an awesome game to watch, and that's Dallas versus the Rams. You know, this is the debut of Mike McCarthy. We know what the Rams once were. Is this going to be the Rams of the old? Is this going to be the Rams of the recent? This is really all going to tell Lou. We know that that out route's the best in the NFL, but is he going to be able to do it consistently? Are they going to have a running game? I really think that Dallas is going to be a top three seed in the NFC. And if they are, they're going to have to win a tough one on the road. All going to be controlled by Zeke Elliott and how that defense plays. Dallas, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, man, and to jump on that, Steve, uh, my game of the week, which most people won't think is going to be a close game because the spread, but uh, Baltimore and, and the Cleveland Browns, man, if people gotta, can't forget, I'm pretty sure Cleveland beat them twice last season. If not, they split, and one of them was a very bad loss where Nick Chubb had a huge run, um, and I think it's important for both of them to get a head start in the division because it's so tightly contested. And I mean, both high powered offenses, except I feel like the Browns offense is better. I, at least personnel wise, I feel like the Ravens, you kind of know their game plan, which could hurt them, but their defense is a monster. And I don't think losing Earl Thomas will hurt that in the slightest. I think it makes it better for the locker room period. I think it's going to be a low scoring game, but we'll see who could, who could pull it out in the fourth because this division is so tightly contested that whoever gets the leg up early, I could really affect them at the end of the season, especially seeing how injuries develop and how it goes with Pittsburgh. And, and if Cincinnati can get hot and steal a couple of games from the top, top teams, that would be very interesting. But I love Cleveland plus nine at Baltimore love that love that game of the week too Lou I think I think Cleveland's gonna come with their with their ish figured out this season so I'm excited to see them play and I'll link it back to anyone who listened to the bold predictions episode I did predict that the Bengals would be 500 if not better so to transition into my next game of the week it's the Bengals and Chargers I'm actually really excited about this game because I we obviously have Joe Burrow and then we got Tyrod Taylor so it's two kind of quarterbacks that I think a lot of people are waiting to see you know what they're made of I mean I know Tyrod Taylor has bounced around from a few teams during his NFL career but I mean I think this is a fresh start for him you know what I mean he has a pretty 
decent offense and very good defense. So I think this could be a good fit for him. And obviously the hype around Joe Burrow and the return of AJ Green and Tyler Boyd breaking out last season. So I think this will be a very interesting game. Don't really know which way it's going to go, but definitely do think that it'll be a high scoring game. Honestly, I mean, we know the Chargers defense is really good, but I think the Bengals are going to want to, you know, see what Joe Burrow's made of and air it out. And I think the Chargers are going to do whatever they have to do to counter that and, you know, score touchdowns. So excited about that game. You know, excited to see these two quarterbacks play. Huge Tyrod Taylor guy. Huge Tyrod Taylor guy. It's going to be a very good game. Honestly, Kev, I really like that. And two underrated teams that, that could be good if they get their offenses together. I got to give some credit to Kev. Because he's staying consistent, Kev. I, I like the Bengals pick there. I still think the Chargers are going to win. We would, me, Lou, we were talking about how those defenses in L.A. are, are going to be scary. But just to go to that other game that we were talking about with my fantasy pick, uh, Seattle at Atlanta, I feel like this can be like a sneaky good game because Atlanta's the home underdog. You know, the team fought to keep the coach. He's, his former team was Seattle. And both the teams have new weapons. So I think this one can really be, you know, a high-scoring game. It's going to be offensive heavy. I feel like the Seattle defense isn't really going to be set up yet and have that top-notch chemistry to be, you know, playoff ready if that's where they're going to be at the end of the season. I mean, we still have to see what Atlanta has for a defense. So I, I think that at the end of the game, this one's going to be a close one. I'm going to lean a little more towards Atlanta being the home team. I like that, man. Listen. As long as you got Julio and Hayden Hurst, man, I'm riding with it. All the Falcons tight ends, man. I'm always with them. Guys, before we wrap it up, we have a couple more donations that we got at our pop-up event. So definitely want to give those guys a shout-out. Chris Guadi, Rick Falcucci, Joe Bruno, Peter McCormick, Dennis Harrison. Thank you, all you guys, for making your donations. We hope you love your Since the Sandbox merch. That wraps things up, guys. Make sure to get us your fantasy questions. Good luck with everyone in week one. And I'm so happy that football's back. Leave Since the Sandbox that five-star review. Check out our updated website. We out.